Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals, all thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply. And welcome to our network stations across New South Wales and Queensland. Joining us for our last hour of the program with Maddie Johns and Cameron Smith. Maddie Johns here, thanks to Chemist Warehouse. Uh, right now at Chemist Warehouse, get half price off selected Centrum products. We have the goat, the moat, Brandy is the boat, and I'm Vossi. Great to have your company. <laughs> Want your calls? 1300 01 1170. Text 0457 736 736. Cameron Smith, goat, come in. How are you doing? Good morning, fellas. Really good. How, how are you guys going? No, we've awesome. had a good morning. Plenty to chat about. Big weekend mm. in sport. Matty, how yes. are you? Brandy, I'm, I'm good. What a difference that extra hour makes uh, oh, yes. with Daylight Saving down, oh, you know down what? in New South Wales, honestly. <laughs> I, was, I was only saying, I, I didn't notice it over the weekend. I, I, I don't, I'm sort of... sleep deprived. Like, I'm really oh, I, struggling. You put, mate, I, 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 I can only imagine. Mate, I was up this morning. I, I took the dog for a walk. I went and had a swim. It's unbelievable. Oh, wow. Wow. That's, the life. That's the life. Maddie Johns, yeah, this is good. Uh, of course, Brandy and I, we put in a few laps and, uh, and a bit of a swim at three this morning uh, to get ready for the program. Brandy and I come off air. Just so our listeners are, we love our jobs, by the way, but we are calling together at Combank Stadium last night. Maddie, Cameron, uh, you know how it works in television. Yes. You finish the game, mm. then you've got to hang around, do a piece to camera for the news. Oh, yeah, it's 40 minutes after the game before you pick your bag up, you get to the car. The car park mm. is still shut at Parramatta after the oh, game. That's, isn't that you're a, sitting oh, that's torture. That is you're you're torture. You say to Brandy, and I'll, I'll see you, Brandy, in about six hours' time for the breakfast show. <laughs> oh, wow. It's, uh, yeah. it's, I, it's, it's dangerous, the Bricky Radio. I, I remember like, doing it for eight years. And the dangerous thing about it sometimes is because you've been up since about 3.30, you knock off at 9, you go, well, God, do you fancy a beer after you? <laughs> <laughs> See, I, I've brushed that. I'm, I'm just, I'm just, I've become a non-drinker. Absolutely. Yeah, right. Just can't do it. Yes. Sorry, um, anyway. now, now, listen, just after the Parramatta game last night, very funny moment, Brad Arthur, mm. you know, um, it was an amazing performance by Parramatta, just great entertainment. But mm. I, I don't know if this has ever happened. And we... We sit in observing a lot of press conferences, but I don't think this has ever happened before. Have a listen to Brad Arthur, press conference last night, post the Parramatta win. Charlotte, I'm doing my press conference, Dan. I can't talk to you. See ya. <laughs> okay, sorry, little Tim of the voice. That's actually his daughter, Charlotte, yeah. calling him. Uh, junior press conference. Thought she might have known Dad coaches a footy team, but there you go. Has that ever happened very, to you, very, poli- very polite, though, Vossie, wasn't she? Yeah, it oh, was, sorry. yes. Sorry, That's Dad. Right. Sorry. Yes. No, no look, no. I... Um, no, look, uh, very early on, you learn when you're a part of, like, these... Um, the, the team set up. Having a phone on you in any type of meeting or any sort of gathering, it's it's a big no-no. Because mm. if the phone's to go off, there's there's repercussions. There's fines. There's all sorts of things that happen. And I, I have seen phones go off uh, during my time. A couple of mm. stitch-ups here and there when, when you know guys have taken phones into meetings and whatnot. And we've actually got... We've actually got uh, Craig Bellamy a couple of times. Oh, no. Uh, we stitched him up. So, um, <laughs> But, yeah, it's a big no-no, and Matty probably knows what I'm talking about. But, um, 
you know, for, I guess for Brandy, mobile phones wasn't an issue back in the day when no, there was no phones. Was Once you left home, no one could get a hold of you until you got home to the landline. The subtle, the old fart. I, 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 I have. Uh, I, I will say I've had my phone uh, on air go off. Uh, whether really? it, it's sometimes part of the panel or uh, you know in a box. Yeah. Yeah. What about the phone at the funeral when it goes off? You know, you're in the funeral set. Oh, oh, and the phone goes, oh, and you got and you got a ringtone like. Not good. The person in the box doesn't really mind though. But uh, I tell you the. Uh, <laughs> what about, uh, but what, mate, what about like that? You're saying the landlines. Like, it, I, I was talking to my two young blokes about this, and mm. like. Back when you're in the the on the dating scene as a young man, and you you have to like you, you got to ring the home phone. You go, okay, here we go, ring, ring, yeah, hello. You go, hello, is this uh, Mr. Smith? Yes, it's Carol there. Who's this? <laughs> it was it was seriously hard yakka. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Um, oh yeah, and and, and if you just happen not to be home. Like, you miss you missed out. Like, like, yeah. you, you, like you missed out on a lot of things. I, re- I remember, I remember, I remember taking a call, mate. And Morris Lindsay rang me once, and he was drunk too when he rang me. And, but my, I remember Mum ca- coming out and saying, "Greg, there's an uh, there's an Englishman on the phone for you. He's been trying to ring you for a few days now. He just hasn't been able to grab you. So, like, you, you almost miss out on deals, yeah. like, if, yes. because yeah. you weren't home at the time. I know, crazy. I know. I, I can remember going to an Origin game. Now, I cannot give the name of this <laughs> former player. Now, we go down to an Origin game. This is back in the day with Channel Nine and and Maddie. Because of the deal we used to have with Mister Packer, we would stay at uh, at the Crown. So, you know, at the number one Crown Towers, we would stay Lovely. at. And this guest commentator had joined the team just for this Origin game, okay? So I'm not going to give a name, <laughs> but it's a former great player. He's joined the commentary team, and he gets to the room, and he's in the room next to me. He goes, wow. And he comes around to my room and knocks on and says, Vossi, if I have any luck with a woman tonight, can you send me a fax? Because my room's got a fax machine in it. <laughs> He said it'll be really impressive. <laughs> a fax machine in the room. How good that's better than phones. Pre big, you know, mobile mobile phones were bricks. This was back in the day, but having a fax machine in your room in your hotel room. Oh, oh what man. A, I never had one. I was an anti-faxer. Oh, wow. That's uh... mate. See the extra hour. See what's happening here. Oh, we're alive. Mm. Yeah. Spe- speaking, uh, now, of, speaking of anti-faxer, um, something that we've we've chatted mm. briefly about uh, this morning is uh, Mark McGowan or the Western Australian rules coming in. If you're not triple vaxxed, if you haven't had your third shot, uh, you got to you got to stay in your room if you're a player or or if in fact you're a, an official, Origin official. Wow. You got to stay in your room and you're not allowed to travel on the team bus to training. You've got to make your own way there. <laughs> That, that they are just uh, some of the rules that Perth are bringing but it in. Defi- do you understand, guys, how that oh. defies logic? So we're going to the, the player who's not boosted then leaves the bubble of his team and has to travel out in the public, like get a, hop in an Uber or a cab oh, and make yeah. his own way. To the, it makes no sense. It makes <laughs> no sense at all. Have they thought this one through? Oh, man. Oh, I, boys, I, I, like, 
I was involved in the 2020 season, as we know, and I, after that year, I I stopped worrying about all of these rules that are that are brought up, you know, because there was there were certain things that happened through that year that were just they were, they were conflicting at best. They bring in one rule and they bring in another rule, and they'd just they'd be they'd be going against each other. So yeah. you know, it, it doesn't surprise me that there's been something like this tossed up, and it's just mm. I don't know, I don't, ridiculous. Don't know. ridiculous. Can we ditch Perth, Matty? Brandy says we should. We should just tell Mark well, Miguel, uh, ram it up your jump. Yeah, yeah, sorry, Mark. We, we, we won't be coming now. I think he, we've got he's our, listening, uh, by the way, Matty, on the app. He's listening in Perth on the oh, app. It's early he? morning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah Matty, am I right in saying Mark McGowan's, is he a Newcastle boy? Did you know I that? I don't. Brandy, I, think he I is. don't know. Mm, I, I don't know, is he? I'll do a bit of research there and I'll get back to you. Yeah. yeah. Google. <laughs> Let me just uh, Wikipedia. He's, he's not yeah. doing that. Trish, Trish, is Mark, Mark McGowan, McGowan from Newcastle? Yeah. Well, uh, there was there was some McGowans set there. I'm getting off topic yeah, anyway. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Sorry, guys. Uh, confirmed. <laughs> it's been confirmed. Born and raised in Newcastle. There, there you go. There you Born go. and raised in Newcastle. Might have a bit of sway there. Have a word. Doesn't say Cessnock though. Doesn't say Cessnock. He wouldn't be from no, Cessnock. Okay. okay. He'd be from okay. one of those other suburbs, wouldn't he? Yeah, 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 I'd say so. Less, say less so. desirable suburbs are not as desirable as Cessnock. Um, <laughs> let, let's get on the track of the football now. Best performances from the weekend. I reckon it's the round where their heavyweights emerged. You know, back to back to back. You had Roosters Saturday night over the Cowboys, class to the four. Storm over the Bulldogs, class to the four. Eels v Dragons, class to the four. Um, how do you separate those three? Well, I... It was interesting just watching the performance of, of, firstly, the Roosters. I'll talk about them. And it's funny because um, with Kiri coming back into the side, uh, I think he just threw everything a little bit off balance. Um, last year, you saw Tedesco become, using you know, ball playing more through necessity. You've got Radley, who's emerging as a ball player. So suddenly you've got all these different focal points in attack. And they, it, it just resulted in the ball being pushed sideways where... About 15 minutes into the game against the Cowboys, they just readjusted. Tedesco gave away the ball plane, just started running through the middle. Manu got into the midfield. They just they straightened right up, and yeah, they become the they become the roosters that everyone was talking about win, winning the competition. So, and the storm yesterday, looking at some of those aerial shots of players moving off the ball as the play of the ball was being taking place in attack was it reminded me of watching like the NFL you know Munster and Jerome Hughes moving off the ball behind the play of the ball changing changing positions it, it's taken attack to another level mm. yeah I agree Matty I think um, yeah the Storm were, were super impressive I, I think Parramatta for mine I, I you know I caught a, the highlights of that match I was I couldn't watch the whole thing but um you know, some of the football that was played by yeah. the Eels yesterday was was pretty impressive for me. And I, did you see what what about the um, Cartwright flick pass? Oh. Is that a good a flick pass you've ever seen? It was like Brand- this yeah, yeah, the skill. In, sorry, Matty, the skill involved no. there where he he caught the ball. He was in the air. Yeah, we've and got he changed. He changed. He changed. He changed Incredible. his grip from left hand to right hand, and then flicked it out the back. It was just unbelievable. That's well, right. Brandy, Brandy will say like Brandy will back this up. You know, Bryce has got so much talent that if he just got the other part of his game right, you know, the physicality, mm. the application, 
Mm. You know, who knows? I remember, Brandy, I remember coming, when he played first grade, I remember playing a game against the, the Broncos mm. um, as a young player and just absolutely destroyed them. And I remember thinking to myself, mate, Laurie's got to pick him in the state of origin side. Mm. If, if he gets that part of his game right, if he gets the physicality and he gets that, that focus and application right, you know, he's one of the best players in the competition. Yeah, well, certainly, Matty, one one of the most skillful. There's no doubt about that, and and that's right. I, you know, it's sort of the wheels fell off there for a while. He didn't, he didn't, uh, he didn't. You know, the the time of the Titans was was not a good period for him. Um, but he's mm. been given a chance again, and he's still young enough, um, you know, to make a career out of uh, the the talent that he has. And yet, and yeah, yeah, he's he's a very skillful young player. I asked you fellas there about Roosters Storm Eels, but I've left the Sharks out. Where, where do oh, you yeah. gauge the Sharks? Can I throw it at you too? Now, I went earlier this morning. CSC for Talakai's game in the centres the other night. Oh. I'm putting it up there as one of the best performances by a centre I have seen in the NRL era. 21 runs, 205 metres, 15 tackle busts, try, mm. offload, line break, line break assists. Yeah, you know, it's Gene Miles Malmaninga at their best in the centre stuff. Like he and he was up against Dane Gagai. You can yep. say Cronulla as a team were against a side off their game in Newcastle, but Talakai came up against possibly the form centre of the competition mm. and it, clear points yeah. victory. He's, he's a, have, mate, he's a great power Cronulla? player, Maddie. But oh, but there was man. some 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 touch from him as well. Like you know, one of the passes yep. that he delivered, um, you know, to his winger. I can't remember whether Mulatalo. Or, or yeah, it was Mulatalo down that sideline. It was a, it was one of those catch pass, release the ball, you know, in a split second. Uh, he's it, it was it was Conrad Hurrell at his very best when Conrad Hurrell emerged on the scene with that size and the speed and the footwork. Mm. Um, I remember Conrad Hurrell being sort of compared at the time to the great uh, uh, Twigamala, uh, who's no longer with us, uh, Inga the winger. Um, and that's what it, mate, it was like. I, I was surprised when they picked him in the centre. So I Talakai in the centre. But, mate, I think it was only, I think last year, tackle bus, Tommy had the record with 20. And as you said, he's come up with 15. And aren't they, mate? They look like, every, as the weeks go by, they look more and more like a, like a title contender, like a serious mm. title contender. They're a top four side. Can I give you something I was listening last night that said earlier, I listened to Spirit of Sport on SEN last night. Timmy Manor had Ronaldo Militalo on the show. And Ronaldo said, I don't know whether I should be saying this, but this is one of the philosophies of Craig Fitzgibbon. And I have to put it the same way Ronaldo did. A slogan that the team adopt is, you don't F with football. As in, you, 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 everything they do, they treat seriously. They prepare at training. It's focus. Mm. It's, it's an intense edge. Cameron, have you heard that one before? That slogan used? Is is that Craig uh, Bellamy-esque? Uh, not in those particular words, Vossi, but <laughs> but you know, like that's that's just being professional, isn't it? That's what that's what that's talking about. And Fitzy, yeah, that was the way he played, and yeah, I got the opportunity to play with him in the back end of his career. Um, got to play some games for Australia alongside him and, and that was the way he trained. That was the way mm. he prepared and, and yeah, sure, like he, he loved a good time, but and he's quite a casual fellow, quite a laid back type of bloke. But when it come to being on the footy paddock, like it was, it was about being your very best and, and preparing well. So like, there's no doubt you can see that that's rubbed off in the Sharks. Like with all of their performances this year, like they're sitting fourth, while well, they're equal with you know Parra and, and the Storm on six points. But you can see in their approach to their footy that they're actually thinking about what they're doing. 
particularly in, in defence, like they've just been rock solid. And that was a hallmark of, of, uh, of Fitzy's game as well as a player. A couple of questions uh, for you both here. Uh, Darren says, on last night's game, the dra- were the Dragons terrible or was it just Parramatta being just too red hot? Uh, I thought Parramatta, they were red hot. Um, mm. It's funny, because the, the Dragons turned up, Randy, watching him in the opening exchanges, 15 minutes, I thought, wow, here we go. Mm-hmm. This is They're really on their game. But Parramatta was, was sensational. Parramatta... What's going to be interesting is, uh, I'm curious next week, what Parramatta have not been good at is backing up the following week, they get the back end of mm, a really good yeah. victory mixed up with the start of the next ga- next game. And that mm. last 20 minutes where they just destroyed Dragons, scoring try after try, that was a bi- byproduct of a really tough, aggressive, gritty first 50, 60 minutes. That's what yeah. set it all up. Now, you know, that, that, that's... I mean, that's the template for Parramatta for every single week. That's how they build their game. And as I just said previously, oftentimes you'll see them the next week try to get out there and finesse the football from yeah. the opening exchanges. So yeah, it'll be interesting. Yeah, I agree with Matty, uh, Brandy. I, I think, um, you know, the, the Dragons started the game okay, but it's, it's the difference between the good sides and, and the sides not doing so well at the moment is the fade-outs, isn't it? The, yeah. the inability to play at the 80 minutes. But just on the Parramatta thing, and, and that's where if you want to be a top four side and you want to be a contender for the premiership, then no matter what the result is the previous week, whether you, whether you have a loss, a big loss, a, a tight loss, a big win like they have on the weekend, you've got you to let it go. Enjoy the victory, you know, in the sheds after the game and singing the song and whatnot. But as soon as you turn up for um, training the following day or the next session, when you do your review, you move on. Doesn't matter who mm. you're playing against, because it, like, like Maddie said, if you if you're living off the last performance or the last result, then you forget about exactly what needs to happen that following game, and sometimes you get caught in the trap of of you know enjoying the the previous uh, result that you had the following week. The, the yeah, previous it, week. it was funny. We used to have because uh, you see coaches ride the roller coaster like that. We at Newcastle, we had a coach, and again we're talking about things that are archaic. We used to sit there and mm. watch the. Uh, we used to sit there as a team and watch the video on, on like a TV set. And you used to remember, Brandy used to be forward, rewind, pause. <laughs> on, the, so on, the, sit there. on the VHS. And, yep. yep. And, and this certain coach, we'd walk in after a loss and it'd be on the Tuesday. And it made it be he'd down the mouth and he'd be pausing. Now, that's pathetic. And one of the players would go to have a joke. Oh, you think that's funny, do you? And then if we had a win, he'd walk in there and everything was funny and roll through it. Hey, boys, how about we have a beer? And then wonder why the next week we'd get flopped. <laughs> <laughs> oh, great yarn to go to a break. Uh, Matty oh. Johns here. Thanks to Chemist Warehouse. Right now at Chemist Warehouse, get half price off selected Centrum products. Monday, breakfast with Vossi and Brandy with a goat in the moat. Uh, Cameron Smith and Maddie Johns come along and fire a question at the boys. Uh, 28 after 8. Want to put a spring in the step of one referee if we could. We're going to go off early with the GOATS referee of the week rather than keep them hanging till the last 10 minutes of the show. We're not after ratings here, Cameron. We don't need the referees listening to the whole hour. We need them to get back to work and train. So, Cameron, put them out of their misery. Who is the referee of the week? Well, referee of the week this week, Vossi. Um, this may be a first time uh, vote for this man. And I thought he did a good job. Was un- was 
a little bit of a spotlight was on him last week for a missed uh, call. But uh, this week goes to Ziggy. Now, you're going to have to help me. Surname? Ziggy Sherklesser Adamski. Sherklesser Adamski. That's him. I thought he was, he was very good down in Mudgee this week. Yeah, wow. Manly versus Canberra. Yep. Um, yeah, I thought he was fantastic. He bounced back. You know, young referee. He, he's only refereed a handful of uh, first-grade games on his own. Um, yes. So after the missed, the missed bunker call last week, um, could have gone into his shell, but I thought he bounced back beautifully. See, there we well, go. He, did, he didn't get the amazing. spear. He didn't get the yep. spear after the, the error. Um, came mm. back strong. Nice. Well, isn't that there the way go. it should be done? If yes. he's good enough yes. to referee first grade, one mistake shouldn't punish. What, what a race we've got. So Cummins, Atkins, G, Sherklesser, Adamski are all level on one point. Cameron, that's an go. update on the uh, referee of the what year. What a battle. Talking Who's going to be battle? the first to get two votes? Yeah. Well, that's oh. that's what they're all asking. I get, I get pulled up on the street, Cameron. Yeah, no, those people ask me all the time. Deandre. Like, all the fucking time. That's the talk around the water filter at Referee Central. Cameron's Referee of the Week. Who's it going to be? When's someone going to get a second vote? Uh, we've got plenty more. Matty Johns, Cameron Smith for the last half hour of the program right here on SEN. Thank you, Alana. Uh, pull up your socks. We do that on Monday for Underworks. All day socks by Underworks. Pass every comfort test. Uh, I need some thinking music maybe for Cameron mm. and Maddie. Uh, they've got to come up with some nominations, a nomination for pull up your socks. I don't know what Matt can come up with the panel operator, whether you've got some thinking music for the boys, but um, we'll get to that in a moment. Oh, lovely. What was that? That was my football <laughs> desk music. Uh, no, the no, Scottish... No, that what this. was it? Can we have that again, Matt? Give, give your best shot. What's the... Oh, no, that's what? the Irish. No, that's... Yeah, yeah that's that? the Irish. Thinking music. Yeah. Ah, well, anyway, at least we've established <laughs> that Matt, our panel operator, has a drinking problem. Um, Matty John's here Drink on a Monday. Drink wise, unmissable to, moment. Yeah, that's it. All the sponsors. Uh, Matty John's here thanks to Chemist Warehouse. Right now at Chemist Warehouse, get half price off selected Centrum products. The goat is with us as well. Before we get to the... Uh, Pull up your socks uh, moments. Going to throw one out of left field at you boys. There's talk about the 2032 Olympics in Brisbane. Did you did you hear the quote of the sports minister Cameron? Maybe you're all over it. There in Queensland, the sports minister said the big oh, yes. chicken, the ibis, the, the ibis. ibis could be a mascot oh, no. for the Olympics. How does that happen, no. Cameron? How does, how does no. that get a hit of a kangaroo and an emu and a no. kookaburra and a koala? Come on. That's, that's, that's a G up. That's a dead set G up. I, I think he, he tossed that one up on the 1st of April, so he, he's got everyone. It's, it's an April Fool's joke. Surely. Oh. Yeah, he can't, can't be serious. He can't be serious. No. You can't have a thing that lives out of garbage. It's no. constantly got its head in a garbage <laughs> bin as mascot of the Olympics. Cameron, you, you say world, can't be serious. Gonna, Queen, you the, do live the, in Queensland, Cameron. You do live in... We're, we're all down here saying... Come on, mate. Yeah, can't be serious. Yes, it can be serious, Cameron. It's Queensland. Come on, mate. <laughs> mate, the world's going to turn up in Brisbane and, <laughs> and Ibert. They're going to look at what is this thing? What is this? A bin chook. Yes. Uh, anyway, Matt Chicken's no. brother, as they say, Ben. No. Ben Chicken. No. Um, <laughs> right. No, that's, from, that's not from me. That, uh, that's that's, that's yeah, I mean, anti-facts, uh, Matty. We're all getting our worst lines away here we are. Uh, today. Uh, now, okay, pull up your socks. You've had your thinking music, as distorted as it was. Uh, all day socks by Underworks pass every comfort test. Where do we go with this one from the weekend? It might even start oh. with you, Brandy. Your... Oh. Um, all day socks nomination. No, I've, I've got nothing. I think we should start with a moat and a goat. <laughs> yeah, I'll go. I'll yeah. lead off. Pass. Pull up no, your Maddie's socks. Gone. 
Yeah, Thomas Flegler. Tommy Flegler. Yeah. Uh, very, very good footballer, Thomas Flegler. In, in, in the previous, in the last three or four years, which have been hard going for the Broncos, he, he has been a shining light. But I tell you what, some of those tackles on the weekend, uh, four times on report, uh, not mm. saying they were deliberate, but if he, mm. but he, if they're not deliberate, he's got a serious technique issue. And if he doesn't fix it, I think three things are going to happen. He's going to continue to handicap his team. He's going to spend half the season on the sidelines. And most serious, he's going to, he's going to threaten the career of a fellow professional. So, yeah, Thomas Flegler. Good it's one. stuff, Matty. Um, Cameron, the GOAT, uh, pull up your socks. What have you got? Yeah. Oh, just going off one game from the weekend, boys, of the Titans and the West Tigers. It was just, that wasn't up to NRL standard, um, in, in my view. I don't know what you fellas think, but it was uh, ooh, it yeah, was we a poor, think so. Well, oh, it was a poor game of footy. <laughs> it, was, it, it was a poor game of football. And, and you know, I, I, there was a couple of, like, you know, a couple of players out there, they tried hard, but the skill level was just, it was just not up to scratch. Mm. So come on, boys. Yeah. Like, you're better than that. Both yes. teams. Yeah. M- Matty, you introduced, basically, you brought Bludger into the rugby league vernacular many times yeah. over the years in commentary, <laughs> Bludger. We, we then thought we needed a greater word than Bludger, and our listeners came up with that game was a double flusher. Yeah. Yeah, that was a double yeah. flusher. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, maybe a triple. Yeah. A triple flusher. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Andrew, my, they... my pull-up-your-socks moment, Sorry, Matty. Um, uh, is or the person that needs to pull his socks up is Aaron Finch, Australian one-day yeah. captain, averaging nine over his last eleven innings. Duck, duck, golden duck, three-ball duck um, against Pakistan in their latest series. So, Aaron Finch needs some runs and needs to pull up his socks. And I'm going with just a quick one: pull up your socks, Todd Payton. I've got a great respect for Todd, and I, I think he Ooh. can coach, and I think he's but. Boy, oh boy, um, why on earth mm. at the end of a press conference that meandered for six or seven minutes, team beaten 28 to four, Saturday night, right at the death, unprovoked, throws out something that he could well be fined $10,000 for, for basically implying that referees, you know, favour good sides. Like that's attacking the integrity of referees. There was, no, there was no need to it. express it privately, but in the public forum, that then became a story. And... He basically, mm. by saying the good teams, he's basically saying, well, I coach a shit team. Like, yes. I mean, I just don't get yeah. that mentality yeah. of a coach saying that at the end of a conference where the team, they weren't beaten 16-14 on the bill. They were beaten 28-4. They trailed 20 nil at half time. They were totally outclassed Saturday night. And yes, they had three blokes in the bin. But the game is done and dusted in the first 40 minutes when they trailed 20 nil, And they only had one player in the bin for 10 minutes of the first half. So pull up your socks, Todd Payton. But I've got respect for you, but I'm just saying. Mm, All day socks mm. by Underworks. Pass every test. Pick up a pair and test them for yourselves. Um, the Rabbits called in on the McDonald Jones Open line, boys, about the mascot for the Olympics. Maddie, you might have to handle the rabbit. I don't know if he had anything to do with the rabbit on the open line before, <laughs> but he's, he's very entertaining, Maddie. So see what you can do yeah. with uh, the rabbit here. Boys, boys, the Ibis, right, is the perfect mascot for the Games. Let me tell you, Brisbane symbolises the Ibis. I'll tell you why. When you're travelling and you've got no budget, you've got nowhere to stay, and you have to pick the cheapest place to stay, where do you go? The Ibis Hotel. <laughs> right? There's nothing there. It's, it's boring. It's boring. Ibis, perfect. Bring it on. The bin chicken, I'm behind it. What are you saying? That sums up Brisbane. What, the Ibis? That sums up Brisbane. Say. 
When you feel lonely, hey. when you want a, a room with a plastic toilet and a plastic shower, <laughs> you stay in an island. Oh. Well, so, Br- so, yeah, Rel- so, so, so Brisbane's the only place where there's an Ibis hotel. Is that what you're saying? No. Mate, it's, he... it's Brisbane's hotel of hotels. That's their international symbol. Uh, get him, Vossy, get him off. Vossy, get him off. Vossy, cut him off. Spoken. Yeah, and, and to the SEN sales ex- exec who was signing a deal today with the Ibis Hotel chain, they've just driven off the road. <laughs> yeah. I'm heading up yeah. to Port Stephens. I'd booked into an Ibis hotel. I might put, yeah. I might put a red oh. line through that. For the anniversary for Trish, you've spoiled the surprise there, oh. Trish, as well. Plastic toilets, plastic seats. Oh. Uh, great call, Rabbit. Uh, 21 minutes to nine. The boys will have their crack on uh, Kalen Ponga meeting with Wayne mm. Bennett. Uh, to, to lead us into that, we'll do it after a break, but going to a break, we'll hear the words of Andrew Johns and Freddie Fittler commenting on the issue yesterday on Channel 9. Well, I just think it's poor form to fly to someone's hometown while they're still playing to try to get them to go to their club next next year. It's just ridiculous. Yeah, it it's is. Just, it's yeah. an awful look for the game. Awful. Awful. And they know it. Mm. It's so negative and you're going to lose fans. I think it's the worst look in our game. There's two of the greats. the worst thing happening. Two of the greats talking about it there. We'll have two of the greats talking about it in just a moment right here on SEN. Maddie John's here. Thanks to Chemist Warehouse. Monday mornings on Breakfast with Vossie and Brandy. Uh, quarter to nine and Maddie John's and Cameron Smith here on a Monday morning. Maddie, thanks to Chemist Warehouse right now at Chemist Warehouse. Get half price off selected Nature's Way products. And at the football desk, Brandy with his uh, kilt on and he's got yes. the and the... <laughs> Um, long beard and was, side levers. What do you got there? Bossy, the, the latest Premier League results, Tottenham 5 beat Newcastle uh, 1. West Ham had a win over Everton 2-1. And overnight, Celtic had a 2-1 win over the Rangers. Uh, SEN had that game via the app. And you can show your support for Celtic online at celticfc.com forward slash store. Tommy Roggins so, scoring one of those goals for Ange Postacoglu's Celtic. And six points clear again. Uh, now, Maddie and Cameron in particular. Brandy's had his say earlier about Kalen Ponga and Wayne Bennett. Cameron, I'll start mm. with you. The look, it's not good. And it's, it's off a loss. No. Kalen didn't play well Friday night. What's your overview of this one? Yeah, it doesn't look good. What, what, what's Kalen Ponga's exact contract situation? Is he off contract this he's year? Got a, he's he's a got pause? a Yeah, he's got a player option in his favour for next year. Cam, so he can okay. he, he can yeah, leave so he the can Knights the at pin. the end of the year. Yep. Mm. Yeah. Well, look, I, boys, I, I don't want to sound like I'm sitting on the fence here, but I can understand why Wayne Bennett is flying down there to to pitch to Kalen Ponga to to get him up to the Dolphins. If, if it's a player, um, if it, if it's a player option, then he, he's pretty much a, a free agent. Okay. Like if if he was contracted again oh. for 2023. And or it was uh, a club option, then I find it a little bit a different situation. But he's pretty much a free agent because it's his decision whether he stays on or not. I guess, I guess so, what, we're, what we're talking about, Cam, but is, and we know that you know the Dolphins are interested. We know that they're talking, but yes, the, I think we're talking about the issue of Kalen Ponga and meeting Wayne Bennett in a Sydney restaurant. So they play God, Friday yeah. night. Not they, smart. He no. goes home with the team, then he drives back down to Sydney to meet Wayne Bennett in a Sydney restaurant. So public. Why, why do we mm. have? Do we have to let the Newcastle fans know who find out the next day on the back no. page of the paper that they've met? 
Well, get, well, well. Given given the um, you know society now, Brandy, and we're just talking about this earlier about mobile phones and all that sort of stuff. There, there's very, very rarely would someone like a Caelan Ponga and Wayne Bennett visit a town like Sydney and be able to get away with Absolutely. not being found out or, or seen. Yeah. So, like, and, and especially with all everything we've all the you know devices and and technology that we got now with Zoom and Teams and all this sort of stuff. Why can't you do it over that anyway? As far as Wayne Bennett approaching him this year, particularly now that we know it's a player option, I, I, I don't see the problem. But meeting him before a game, I do understand how that, that is a bad look. That's well, a bad Maddie, look for Newcastle fans and, yep. and particularly off the, the the performance following the meeting and the result for the team. That that, that makes it even worse. Matty, will there be blowback yeah. from the Knights fans over this one? Because um, Caelan Ponga's game on Friday night was poor. Um, so he is their captain well, too. Why not well, Zoom? Why not Zoom or FaceTime, yeah. Matty? Well, mm. this is, this is from, from Wayne's perspective. So the thing about this, the game's not fair. That, that's it. This, this, mm. it. The game is dog-eat-dog, right? Yeah. And if I'm Wayne, I do, I do the same thing. Mm. Um, it's not a deal, I get that. But I tell you where I sit from my angle. In my, from where I sit, um, I I hope it brings Kalen to a decision sooner rather than later, because a couple of things is that at the moment he's playing distracted. Mm. Um, it's got the if it drags on, it's got the ability to really derail the new Newcastle season. Mm. And the other thing it does is like, you know, God help us. I I I hope he I hope he stays. But if it brings him to a decision sooner rather than later that he is going to go to the Dolphins, at least it gives Newcastle a chance to get in, get out there and maybe try to sign Munster, right? Because you don't want to be, you know, six weeks down the track, you know, something happening, go, look, I am leaving, and suddenly Munster's re-signed here or players of his quality, and, and they're left high and dry. Mm. Is that I, I just, yeah, I, I mean, mm. I don't, I don't begrudge. It could be. It could have been done better. Could have been done via Zoom and everything. But him yeah. having a conversation with Wayne, I don't, I don't begrudge him. It's going to be the biggest decision of his professional life. Mm. And as I said previously, at least I hope it brings him to a decision in uh, in the very near future. At, at the right, end boys. of the day, fellas, um, like it's Kalen's decision. But what do you feel would be best for him? Oh, I, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I. I, I <laughs> Melbourne, if Munster. Yeah, look, I, I feel well. Yeah, like there's a merry-go-round, really, isn't it? With with the Dolphins, sort of like their their um their sort of their poaching of of play. well, not poaching, yeah, but going well, out on a signing spree. It could be merry-go-rounds, but I, I feel for Kalen. I think he's you know he's just been given the captaincy up there. They're starting to build some a good squad. I, I think he should stay at Newcastle. Uh, now, now we've got listeners' questions. Stacks off them there. Uh, that was interesting, Cameron. Uh, questions for the guys. My coach to be sacked rankings. <laughs> Such oh, a well. savage text line, isn't it? Jeez. Five to one. Five is Hook. Four is Kevy. Three is Peyton. Two is Baz. One is Madge. Love you. The thoughts of the guys, uh, Maddie. Look, they're all under pressure. Of course, they're under pressure. Yeah, but but under pressure sides. Is there any team that would be of benefit, Maddie, if they change their coach? during this season? Do you really think any team would be of benefit? You don't have no. to isolate a club if you like. No, I don't, Vossi. I don't. Look, um, who's on the market? I mean, look, like if, if something would happen and they decide, right, oh, um, Trent Barrett, you know, Gus decides that, you know, it's not working. Yeah, well, 
Mm. Who do you replace him with? I suppose you know there's Cameron Seraldo and you know Shane Flanagan, but yeah, I, I I don't see great benefit in it with these with these sides. It's there, there's far bigger challenges for these clubs at the moment, and we just touched on recruitment. Is for the these some of these clubs like if you look at the Tigers, like they, they need to really turn over their roster. But unfortunately, mm. you've got another team in the marketplace in the Dolphins, which makes it just triply hard. Mm. It's going to be very, very hard for some of these clubs, uh, clubs to bridge the gap. And you see even with some of the pickups in the off-season with the Bulldogs, is it how, how much, they just lack so much depth in that squad. You know, mm. if something happens and, and, and Burton picks up an injury or one of those players are locked, man, what happens to their season? And if you look at the next three, four weeks with the... With the Bulldogs, man, they've got a tough run. But no, I, I, I'm not in favour of any of those players being given the boot. Gee, what do, what do, what do they do with the half, like the number oh. seven? Who, who do they play there? Like, you know, Wakeham had, has had a couple of cracks. Uh, Avrilo started the season there. Um, mm. yep. Kyle Flanagan sitting in New South I Wales just, Cup. I, I, Foss, I yeah, Brandy, I don't think the style of football they're playing or attempting to play, I don't think it suits their playmakers. I think if you if Burton's your primary playmaker and you and you got yeah you got the uh, Matt Dufty sort of floating around, I think you've got to play more of a simple running base game, where mm-hmm. as opposed to those you know those sequences they're yeah. trying to put on it, ju- it just doesn't suit what they've got. No. All right, well the time has flown this hour. We never even got to play the birthday game because I was going to say how old is Sam Frost today, and Brandy yeah. said who's Sam Frost? <sighs> I, I, I know I, who Sam Frost is. Well, is Sam how Frost old is a Sam boy or Frost? a girl? Well, it's a Sam girl. Frost on Home and Away. Yeah. Well, well, I don't know. Is she on Home and Away? She, <laughs> she was. She was, she was yeah. on The Bachelor. How old Sam yeah. Frost? Yeah. Anyway, How old anyone got to uh, lock oh, it in? Look, I'm going to say uh, 26. Oh, okay. Yeah, there, she's yeah. young. Wow. She, uh, right. she was also... She did t- Today FM Breakfast with Rove there from... Uh, Gee, that'd be tough. He, he's funny. I reckon, <laughs> I reckon she'd be 32. Andrew? She's 33, Brandy. I won't even bother getting no, don't bother you don't, me. You've got to know who they are. I thought she was 33 she is. Well done, Cameron. Yeah. Always go mm. under on a woman's age. Uh, yes. Thank you, Cameron. Thank you, Maddie. Have <laughs> a great boys. week, my friends. <laughs> Good on you, boys. Well Good done, on you, lads. This is, this is Breakfast with Bossy <laughs> and Brandy. It's Ty Power's Big Footy final sale. To kick things off, you can get the power to buy three and get one free on selected Toyo passenger car and SUV tyres. Ty Power's Big Footy final sale can't last. Visit typower.com.au now.